International Game Technologies, IGT. And again, the beauty of a screen is, before we even say anything, this stock, 52-week low. You want to know something funny about International Game Technology? Yeah, particularly if I'm an owner. <laughs> I need something funny. 91% of their sales are domestic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so why are they called why are they called international game technology? Well, you know how we are here. I mean, World Series you guys world are, champion, you know. Blah, I can't blah, say blah. the name of your fund, but it ends in international. Yeah. Do you have any international clients? We do. Yeah. One. We have a few. One. Uh, it's really actually kind of a joke. Well, I think people, people know I that think who know people us. put international on names yeah. just to make it seem bigger than it is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I've been encouraging the management of McDonald's to add international. That McDonald's would international. Yeah. Wouldn't that be funny? No, anyway. I mean, they are international. Okay. Anyway, where are we here? I'm losing track. International game technology. You like uh, them? IGT. Well, it hit the 52-week low. Again, we went through about 50 names. Why do I like this thing? Well, gambling... It's just one of those, you know, you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs and there's, you know, gambling is right there amongst the few at the bottom. You know, it's certainly above, you know, reading the hundred greatest books of all time. People gamble. And when we're in a tough economic time, <clears throat> people's wives don't let them gamble. So it does have a little discretionary element to it. Wait a minute. But, you can't say huh? that. You can't say Why? that on air. I certainly can why? Well, don't let our wives listen this week. Okay. Yeah, that's all. Okay, sorry. So, but I, I'm not a big gambler. Uh, you know, when you're doing small cap value, you, you kind of get your fix over your in system. that area. <laughs> so, but in any case, uh, no, IGT, they do a lot of the backbone for gambling. Gambling, it's down, but here's the nice thing about gambling. It's not going to be obsolesced. These guys have a giant market share. The reason the stock's on the 52-week low, frankly, is, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, that they've been losing a little share to WMS Industries in gaming. And uh, <clears throat> and so, you know, Wall Street, short-term oriented, if you're losing a little share, I'm going to punish you. We just talked about that. These guys are, uh, they're growing cash. Their sales are up. Do you know the interesting thing is that if you look at their sales in 2008, you could see that they were losing share. Their sales yeah. were 25, 21, yeah. 19, 19. And uh, so you looked at the so sales were slowly withering up, and yet all of a sudden in 2012 they ticked up from 19 well, to 21. Yeah. Um, EBITDA margins have been, you know, fairly consistent the last three years in the very mid well, to look high. Look how high those are. And the thing 30, about yeah. IGT is when you look at those old numbers back in 07, 08, these guys at one point, and I was at a firm years ago, we had a big stake in this. So I've been around this company for you know longer than I want to say, 25 years, 30 years. But uh, they own the business. They at one point had 60% of the market share. You know, WMS is the old Williams, gotten was pinball and converted over. These guys owned the systems and the games, and, and, and they've just been losing a little share uh, because at one time they were the only guy in, in town, and Bally's has kind of evolved a better system uh, that's gaining share. Williams has had a, or WMS has had a, they've had to pay up for some uh, properties, licenses. So, you know, the, the point is, um, IGT is a player. I'm going to guess their market share right now in the systems and the games is 
40% still, very strong. So they could lose a little market share still, but it's an annuity of some sort. It's not as if they're being obsolesced. They're seven times EBITDA. The five-year range is 3.5, which, of course, was back in 08. When things collapsed, it was on a trailing number, to 16.2 when things get pretty optimistic. Enterprise value to sales, 2 when it's between a 1.4, 6.3 range. Uh, they have a very good balance sheet, 2%. Uh, oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry, that's not correct. That's the uh, quick ratio. No, they, okay, they do have a little bit of debt. The best thing about them, and it helps you understand the proprietary nature in the business, is their EBITDA margin. They have competition, and yet they've got a 38% EBITDA margin, 55% gross margin. And so, you know, 55% gross margin tells you the markup. If things cost, uh, if they earn 54%, it means the things cost 46%, and they're marking it up to 100. It's more than a double on the raw material cost, and that means something's proprietary here in some way. And it's uh, at a at a low, I think, based on just short-term concerns about market share, and and those things, uh, I believe, move around a little bit. They can certainly go and invest in the technology to catch up and that sort of thing. So. I like it. It's worth a look in here. Um, as you see, Mo, the earnings revisions have not really, they're not surprising anyone. They're, no, they're kind of they're in. They're clunking along. There's yeah. a couple of upward revisions. And the interesting thing is, if you look at earnings per share, they go from 50 cents to 70, I'm rounding, 50 to 75 cents to 98 cents to a, to a buck. And you've got earnings uh, forecasts, you know, ticking up a hair. So uh, the earnings per share are clicking right along. Sales have shown a nice little uptick, which presumably are going to continue for the next, you know, hopefully for the next three quarters. EBITDA margins are nice and flat, and it's got a nice yield. So I'd, I think it's uh, worth kicking the tires on also. Yeah, okay. Well, so IGT. 